Ring ring. Hello. Message. From the O E D dot com. Oxford English Dictionary. R H O M B U S Rambus. A noun dating back to around fifteen twenty seven. Rhombus in geometry, a plane, P L A N E, a plane, rectilinear, R E C T I L I N E A R, a plane. Rectilinear figure having four equal sides and equal opposite angles. A plain rectilinear figure having four equal sides and equal opposite angles. Specifically, one having no right angles as contrasted with a dot dot dot. I'm not sure what they want there. What they want to say. Let's see if we can bring it up. like a diamond, a baseball diamond. There are four meanings listed in OED's entry for the noun rhombus one of which is labeled obsolete. See meaning and use for definitions, usage, and quotation, and quotation evidence. Brambus has developed meanings and uses in subjects including fish, Early 1500s, geometry mid 1500s, shells and shellfish, early 1700s. How common is the noun rhombus? About 0.2 occurrences per million words in modern written English. <laughs> <laughs>
Columbus is a borrowing from Latin. E-T-Y-M-O-N-S Etymons Latin Rhombus R-H-O-M-B-U-S Greek and who can read the Greek? Not me. <laughs> but it's there on line at OED.com Definition old English dictionary definitions
normal. Hi guys, how's everyone doing today? It's Tuesday, October 3rd. And there's uh, different levels of learning. Some people are very quick learners. But most of us are not. Most of us, we need time. (laughs) A lot of time to really think things through from all different angles and perspectives. So you hear people talk about they listen to learn, but there's also listening to learn answers and then to question the answers to learn even more. Well, usually, and especially from what parents say today about their children in some of these schools, Los Angeles schools, their children are shut down, labeled or medicated if they dare attempt to push back and try to go below the surface and learn a little more if the children are seemingly bored, upset, or frustrated, then apparently this is a threat to some of their teachers' egos. Hopefully not too many, but the child is punished, reported, to the authorities in some cases after a long time it may result in police action or huge fines and tickets for the parents all of this out of control bizarre stuff how to bottom line it it just seems like Something that I learned from an interview that Tiger 180 did with Mia Moore, who is retired from her child care, child and family care center. In that interview on Tiger 180, it's uh, the Do Better podcast with Tiger 180. He interviewed um, Mia Moore, the owner of uh, Mia Moore's daycare, and she discussed how she uses a totally different approach. She would, or when, before she retired, she would find out what did the child want to learn today. Ask, she would ask him, what did they want to learn today? Of course, she had lessons planned. She had lesson plans. But she would also ask them, 
what was it they wanted to learn. And then they would jump online or jump in a book. And whatever it was the child wanted to learn, they'd check it out until the child's curiosity was satisfied. Now you have a child that's willing to learn and to listen to whatever else the teacher or the care provider is wanting to teach them. They're inspired and enthused and their mind is wide open. But just to become threatened because because a child doesn't have the readiness to reach up to the adult's level to, oh, it absolutely, it absolutely is uh, not effective. You know, so when parents are talking about what a difficult time they're having with the Los Angeles school systems and, you know, how it, it is affecting their child's health, overall wellness, it's just shocking you know um, I spoke to someone yesterday I wish I had asked for further interviews with him and his family but he explained how he and his wife raised two or three children and um just wish I had more information to share with you, but it turned out their oldest child, their first son, is one of maybe less than 300 architects, men of of African descent or men of color in architecture in this state and fewer, the numbers would be fewer if you went nationwide or global. And then their next daughter and their next son, they were allowed the freedom to learn according to their interests and at the same time challenge, challenge them, put them in an environment that was stimulating but challenged them to really think and apply themselves so that they would have to participate in their own learning, do um, co-teaching of of their own uh, education. They were partners in their learning. So the The dad just was so proud. He had the biggest smile on his face and he told me, oh, so much about how his wife from day one was involved and he was involved in their learning. (coughs) And you hear that from many parents from all different uh, backgrounds and how they were involved with their children and now they are so proud 
of the investment that they made. But um, yeah, that's a. I guess that's the experience that I had from almost a childhood experience, as young as age two, or maybe even younger. A great grandmother who would sit us at her piano and she would allow us just to <laughs> just to bang on the piano and then she'd come by and tap on our little fingers once in a while to pretend like we were making a mistake <laughs> but <laughs> all of it was a mistake but she would tap on our fingers to say no hit this key <laughs> You know, it was was fun to look back on those days, but there were, in those days, there were family members that would drive from a different state. They would drive through the snow and the ice and all kind of bad weather. But when they came to the house to visit, they wanted a full report. How are you getting along in school? How are your grades? What are you learning? Prove it. You know, it was, uh, you know, there was nothing that we uh, learned that they didn't seem to be interested in. They wanted to know about. And they learned from the younger generations. Even, I think as recent as yesterday, a man that he was fully grown. I can't. I would guess he was out of his twenties and his thirties. But he said he had never. He doesn't know anything about writing a check or checking accounts. He's not the only one. Another lady, about the same generation as his, said the same thing. She doesn't know anything about checking accounts. Well, this was um, part of the computer age and information technology where they didn't need to write a check. You know, they just pay online. It's all digital. So, of course, there's fees and crazy things that you have to watch out for. But, I thought I would just say that a little bit because there are different styles of learning, but it doesn't seem to end. Even once you get a little bit of age on you, there's still more to learn about learning because it's part of the human development is to keep changing. The brain keeps changing. I know psychology will say at age, right around age 25, that the brain is considered an adult developed, but it doesn't just stop there. It just continues. So I just had to throw that in today. But I wanted to say that and um, I wanted to say in 
continuing with yesterday's episode, I think it was 2031, where there was a lot of chemistry and physics and who knows what else involved in big words that I could barely pronounce or understand about the Stanford researchers and the um, Halide Perovskite whatever whatever all those big words and their discoveries as it related to the uh, the gold the AU 2 plus AU 3 plus gold the uses in course well now we're going to hear a lot about discoveries because it's time for Nobel Prizes we're going to learn quite a bit in science and all the other disciplines but there were in that research that Stanford research they were using all these science uh, chemistry and physics and everything else in their words that are so they fell out of my vocabulary if I ever learned them all that fell out of my vocabulary long ago so I went online to the OED the Oxford English Dictionary and of course they'll take you back to hundreds and hundreds of years ago (laughs) tell you all kind of uses for the words and the etymology they'll just give you more information than you can use where the um, the other dictionary may only take you the Webster Dictionary may only take you to um, a page that says not no information found but so I spent at least an hour maybe two on the Oxford English Dictionary with some of the science and chemistry definitions from yesterday and one of the words we heard yesterday was from the root word halide H-A-L-I-D-E H-A-L-I-D-E that's a noun dating back to 1876 meaning a binary compound formed from a halogen and a metal or radical Also attributed as 
what what the OED has plus a lot more information about Hallett This is a noun. A L K Y L. Alkyl. Hallowed. Two words. It's a noun. Any compound whose molecule consists of an alkyl group bonded to one or more atoms. consist of an alkyl group bonded to one or more atoms A-T-O-M-S Haloalkane one word H-A-L-O-A-L-K-A-N-E Halo. Alkane, fancy words that may, who knows, may be useful to us later. It's just something to tickle our brain, stimulate it, cleanse it from all the the negativity in the news and everywhere else. Oh, a, a break from all the all the hysteria. Here's another word with halide in the in the word. It's called pseudo halide. One word. P S E U D O H A L I D E. Pseudo halide. A noun meaning. A compound, ion or radical, formed by a pseudo-halogen. Okay, we're going to keep it moving here. Our next term, we heard the word yesterday in the Stanford Research article. We heard the word P-E-R-O, Pero, P-E-R-O-V, Perov, P-E-R-O-V, S-K-I-T-E, three words, I'm sorry, one word, three symbols, uh, three syllables, Perovskite, Perovskite. That's a noun dating back to 1840, meaning the mineral calcium 
titanate, the mineral calcium titanate, and the chemical symbol for calcium titanate is C-A-T-I-O-3. C, capital C, a little a, capital T, little i, capital O, and the number three. Calcium titanate. And you can tell from the A-T-E on the end of titanate. That, you might, might want to verify, but hundred years ago <laughs> I learned in chemistry that that was from the family group of carbohydrates and I'de I-D-E you want to check and verify but that was from another group I want to say Hydes, chlorides, and the others are in the same groups. Um, I, if I guess now, I will mislead you, so I'll leave that alone. The definition of perovskite. The mineral calcium titanate, C-A-T-I-O-3, and accessory mineral in igneous I-G-N E-O-U-S igneous rocks and we'll come back to that definition of igneous an accessory mineral in igneous rocks which occurs as yellow, brown, or black. Orthorhombic. We'll come back to that definition. Orthorhombic. Pseudo-cubic. We'll come back to orthorhombic pseudo-cubic crystals. These are just to tickle the brain. Breathe oxygen into the brain. So that the new cycle, the new cycles that are full of shock doctrines and shock therapy won't overwhelm us. It's very intentional how they... um, it's a psychological principle I just learned in this week about this this principle where they use a strategy of heightened excitability to shock people's nervous systems and then you're you're that opens your threshold so that you're 
more uh, open to accept more outrageous things in that you hear or see in the world. You become numb to all this outrageous stuff that's happening around you. you it becomes normal and we don't recognize it as what it is. So let's balance that out with uh, what we know and what we can prove (laughs) and what has been proven for hundreds of years and is still lasting. Okay, we're going to follow up on the word I-G-N-E-O-U-S the adjective Igneos Igneos an adjective meaning resulting from or produced by the action of fire especially in geology remember we talked about Igneos rocks so resulting from or produced by the action or fire the action of fire resulting from or produced by the action of fire especially in geology produced by volcanic agency opposed to Aquatious. That was Igneos. Igneos. We also heard Ortho Hambic. Ortho Rambic. Excuse me. The adjective Ortho. Rhombic O R T H O R Ortho O R T H O R H O Ortho Ram or R O R T H O R H O M B I C Ortho Rhombic adjective I'm trying to explain it so that a child could understand it because parents are really struggling with the school systems in Los Angeles. And hopefully if they hear some of us old school people step up, then it might make another tool in their arsenal Orthorhombic adjective from 1854 designating or relating to a crystal system and we'll come back to crystal systems in a minute designating or relating to a crystal system 
refer to three unequal axes. A-X-E-S. Three unequal axes which intersect each other at right angles. So orthorhombic designating or relating to a crystal system referred to three unequal axes which intersect each other at right angles. And hopefully the parents can spell better than I can. Angles, A-N-G-L-E-S. Of course, you already know I spell Spelled it A-N-G-E-L-S, angels. All right. Shame on me. Forgive my bloopers. I'm learning too. And the next one, crystal systems. Wait. Ortho. Rhombic. wanted to come back to that dating back to 1854 through 1883 crystallography crystallography of or related to crystal systems So, scratch that, let me start off. We were previously talking about orthorhombic, but this is the adjective orthometric. O-R-T-H-O-M-E-T-R-I-C. Orthometric. Adjective dating back to Defined as cubic, tetragonal, or orthorhombic systems. So, so orthometric is an adjective referring to crystallography, meaning of or related to crystal systems and crystal systems are cubic tetragonal or orthorhombic systems in which 
axes are at right angles. Right angles. Crystal systems are cubic, tetragonal, or orthorhombic systems in which axes are at right angles. It's just about finished here with all these long words long to us but some friends some friends of mine from the India the continent of India their last names or even first names are longest the English alphabet or close to that so they just give us nicknames now that explains how India successfully landed for the first time that they're the first ones landed on the moon successfully okay the next and the last long word goes way back to 1848 polymorphism a noun poly p-o-l-y morph m-o-r-p-h ism i-s-m polymorphism chemistry and Mineralology, chemistry and mineralogy means the property of crystallizing in two or more different forms. The property of crystallizing in two or more different forms. Think about a jello mold, a jello fruit mold, or think about a uh, pineapple upside down cake, or hmm. There's many different things that the mind can easily focus on. The property of crystallizing in two or more different forms, especially in forms belonging to different crystal systems. And we already said crystal systems were defined as cubic tetragonal or orthorhombic systems in which axes A-X-E-S axes are at right angles 